Shake the Room, Fire Nation, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1451 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week, and I have created a quick and powerful tutorial on things like Snapchat, Instagram, Instagram Stories, Facebook Live, over at skillsonfire.com, so go check those out. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Jimena Cortez. Jimena are you prepared to ignite? I am always prepared. Thank you for having yes. me. Yes. Himena is a marketing <laughs> consultant specializing in SEO and LinkedIn lead generation. She's a published author, international speaker, and entrepreneur that's taught over 4,000 professionals worldwide how to use LinkedIn to grow their businesses through her online course, which has helped several companies add an additional six figs to their bottom line. Himena, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. I feel really uh, fortunate to be uh, where I am today because, you know, I started my, my company back in uh, 2012, my marketing agency. And uh, because I have an online business and because all my employees work remotely, um, I decided recently that I would take that, that freedom that I'm able to have of just being able to work as long as you have a, a Wi-Fi connection. And, uh, you know, my lease was coming up on my apartment in Vegas. And so I decided to not sign it at another lease, and I went off to Europe, and I'm here now. <laughs> You're actually in this French Riviera, from what I hear, right? Yes. Nice. I'm in Monaco, to be exact. Oh, beautiful. It's gorgeous. So it was just a really fun, you know, adventurous thing to do, to just be able to say, hey, you know what? I have an online business, and we actually live the, the digital lifestyle for a little bit, and that's uh, what I've been doing. Well, I've still been working, you know, the whole time I've been here. Well, you have definitely developed some specific areas of expertise. And, you know, we talked a lot in the intro about LinkedIn. So give us two value bombs in that area that you're pretty sure that we don't know, just as, you know, your normal entrepreneurs that you think could really help us in our business. LinkedIn is a, is a really interesting place because it's like a business networking event, but so magnified and you can connect with anybody in the world versus just, you know, the people that are in the room, which is what most networking events are like. So, you know, just like in, in real life, everything's about how you appear and, and how you communicate with people, whether that's going to lead to a relationship that's going to be something that's going to be profitable or not. So uh, on LinkedIn, I will say that there's really two main things that, that you have to um, that you have to do really well in order to achieve your goals. And and just to, to back up a little bit, you know, LinkedIn is a place where you get the relationships that you need to move your business forward. So, you know, most of the time when I speak about LinkedIn marketing, I'm always talking about how to get more clients. That's what most people need. But in reality, LinkedIn can be used for so much more than just getting clients. You can be using it to get joint venture partners, for example. Um, you can be using it to get investors. You can use it to get PR because at the end of the day, what gets you all of those opportunities is connecting with the, the person in that particular space that can say yes. So what are two things that you need to do? Well, number one is you have to put your best foot forward. So just like when you would go to an event and you're trying to impress the people that are there, you're going to dress nice, right? You're going to wear a nice suit or a nice dress and you're going to look professional because if you show up with stains on your shirt and, and looking all crazy, people are not going to take you seriously, <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, on LinkedIn, I always say, you know, if you want to stand out, if you want to be, you want to be the authority in your market because everybody wants to do business with the authority. So don't blend in and write your profile like a resume. I always tell my clients and my students, you want to write your profile like a sales letter. 
what is the benefit that you provide? What is the problem that you solve? And yeah, well, you want to have your work experience on your profile. You want to speak to those points. Because when you start connecting with the people that you'd like to do business with, whether it's a client or an investor or whatever it may be, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to look at your profile and see who the heck you are. So that's putting your best foot forward. Have that written out and impress the people that you're reaching out to. And that'll greatly increase your acceptance rate when you're connecting with people. What's number two? Number two is you want to say the right things in the right sequence. So a lot of times, and I see this on LinkedIn a lot, you know, you connect with someone and the first thing they do is send you that there's this long sales pitch. And again, you would not go to a business networking event and say, hey, my name is Samantha, this is what I do. Do you want to hire me? Absolutely not. You want to warm them up first. So the first thing you want to do is provide value, give a piece of content or, or something like that, start a conversation. Then after that, and only after you've provided value, then you can talk further with the prospect and get them on the phone so you can discover ways that you can do business together. So it's all about just figuring out what to say to your, to your target audience and saying it in the right sequence. And that's basically the formula for how we do our LinkedIn campaigns. I mean, if I were to sum this up, Fire Nation, I would say awareness. Like, just be aware. Be aware how people are going to interact with your content, how they're going to interact with your profile, with the words on the page. Just be aware. Like, take yourself out of your own box and try to put yourself in the shoes of somebody who's going to maybe be approaching this for the first time. Like, they don't know who you are, what you do. How is that flow? How is that story? How is that awareness? Now, Himena, like you've been experiencing a lot of things over the past number of years, but I want to kind of narrow this down to the last six months. Like you've been traveling, you're in Monaco now, the French Riviera. You know, you're about to experience a massive thunder shower, which hopefully we're going to be able to hear pretty soon here. <laughs> what is something that you've changed your mind about in the last six months? Like what's something that you used to believe that you don't anymore? The last time I was in Europe was uh, 12 years ago, and I feel like a lot of times we make more uh, more of a an issue or more more of a like big deal of a particular thing than it really is. And I mean, this year I've traveled international several times now, and before I just would be so afraid to do it because I'd say, "Oh no, it's it's too expensive," or "Oh no, it, it takes too much time. It's this whole hassle. I don't have the time. I don't have the money." Like all of these things that you make up in your head, and it's really not that true. I mean, it's been very. I mean, I spend just about as much money here as I did back home, so you know that's not been a big deal. And you know, you can get here within a day, and then kind of you have a you kind of recover after another day and then you're good to go. So it's, it's really um, taking yourself and taking all these excuses out of your head and just going out and doing something to realize that it's not really as scary or as bad as you might have thought in your head. Like I love to travel because I love basically saying, wow, I woke up, you know, let's just say in Puerto Rico where I live right now, and now I'm going to sleep in Greece, you know, in Germany, and I mean, fill in the blank. Like, it's, it's an opportunity. It's their fire nation. You just have to actually step up and do the thing. So that, that's a cool kind of mindset shift. Now, him and I, what I kind of want you to do now is take us back on your journey to the point that you actually consider your worst entrepreneurial moment and really take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. I started my first business uh, straight out of high school. I was um, barely 19 years old. 
And, um, you know, we had and one of my one of my friends was uh, working in a travel company and he was making a lot of money. And I, and I was like, you know, we, we could do that ourselves. And he was like, you know, that's probably right. So we decided to go into business together. And, um, you know, our first 12 months were absolutely incredible. We we got to uh, half a million dollars in gross revenue. We ended up hiring six people. So the company grew really fast. And my, mind you, at this time, I'm just coming out of high school. I'm 19 years old. And I'm like, wow, this is freaking amazing. Cool, right? <laughs> um, and then what started to happen is as the money was coming in, um, my me and my business partner had different ideas about what to do with the money. I wanted to reinvest in the company and do additional things, get more training. I realized I didn't really have a lot of experience. He was more concerned with buying people drinks at the bar and buying big screen TVs. And so I was like, you know, this is really not going to work. Um, so long story short, after about, you know, six months of fighting over money, I decided to to leave the business because I thought that he would put us into debt and, and that was the hardest thing uh, that I've ever done because here I went from, you know, making really good money t- and being very young and having a lot of freedom, having people work for me, and then to all of a sudden having it all being taken away um, just because we, we were just fighting so, so much. So at that point, um, that was my absolute lowest point. I think when that happened, I cried for about three yeah. months. Right? I would like, get up every day and just cry because I didn't know what else to do next. Um, but I did end up dodging a bullet because last I heard, um, he had ended up putting the, the company like $100,000 oh, in debt. So it could have been a lot worse. A lot worse. A lot worse. And Fire Nation, this is a little bit of a phrase that I will say that I live by. And there are definitely exceptions to the rule. But I like to say, you know, I love white ships. I love black ships. In fact, I love all ships except partnerships. Now, again, there are exceptions to that rule, Fire Nation. Some partnerships do thrive, but they're just so far and few in between. I mean, if you listen to EO Fire, you'll hear so many worst moments have to do around partnerships and just the struggles and the breaking up and, you know, just the not being able to get along and see the same vision. It's so tough. So, you know, one of my messages is, why don't you try to go out alone? I mean, like, what's holding you back? I mean, do you feel like you need to have somebody as a quote-unquote partner? Like, why can't you go for do your thing and maybe hire somebody, you know, where you think you need a partner? Oh, I need a partner because, you know, they're good at that and I'm good at this. Well, why don't you hire somebody that's good at that? And then they're your employee, your independent contractor, your assistant, and you still have 100% control of the business, of the vision, of the focus, Himena, that's my huge takeaway. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? One of the things that I vowed after that experience is that my next business I would do on my own uh, because I never wanted to go through that again. And, and if you do, if you do go into a situation where you have a partner or you're considering a partner, um, just make sure that you guys have an attorney write out a, a partnership agreement and that you think about all the different scenarios that will go on. And if you have a good attorney, they will know what those scenarios are so you guys can discuss them prior, prior to going into this. It's just like a prenuptial agreement. You know, I, I, I think a business partnership is even um, more entangled and more intense than a marriage because you're dealing with, with the thing that supports you and the thing that you're going to spend the majority of your time doing, even more than the time that you're going to spend with your spouse. And you know, most of us you know, 
spend a lot of time trying to find the right partner. So make sure you spend just as much time, if not more, <laughs> on who you're going to go into business with because that can go uh, incredibly wrong or incredibly well. And if it doesn't go well, it can be extremely painful and extremely costly. Himena, take us to one of your greatest aha moments that you've had, but then really walk us through how you had that idea. Like when did that idea strike you? And then how did you turn it into success? After that whole fiasco with business number one, <laughs> I um, yeah, I had a bunch of sales jobs and a bunch of marketing jobs. And I was just absolutely miserable working for other people. I was like, when am I going to start my next business? I, I didn't know what I was going to do. So finally, after you know having all these jobs, I, I learned marketing and, and I learned sales. And I decided that in 2012, I would start an SEO company because I knew SEO. I taught myself. I ranked the website. I was like, well, that was fun. I can do this and I can sell it too. So um, I left my last marketing job and I started my SEO business. The thing though, that it was really difficult to get clients because selling SEO is not easy. You're telling somebody, pay me all this money for several months before you see any results. And a lot of people have been burned by SEO companies. So I had a really difficult time. I mean, six months went by and I only had one client. Mm. I no longer had unemployment coming in. Money was running out. So I thought that um, this, this too would be a failure. And I started to look for a job because I really didn't have much time before I was out of money. So um, one of the one of the sites that I was using to look for work was LinkedIn. And, you know, back then um, I was targeting attorneys and doctors for SEO clients. And I'm like, you know, the people that I wish were my clients, they're right here. They have profiles. How can I get through to these people and let get them to at least talk to me so I can show them how I can help them grow their business through SEO? And long story short, I, at this point, I had nothing to lose, right? I'm already applying for jobs and trying to go to interviews and all these things. And um, within two weeks of being on LinkedIn and networking and talking to attorneys and doctors, I got my next SEO client, which is a, an estate planning attorney who is still with me to this day. Wow. You know, it was five years later. So that one connection, that one conversation turned into a, a lifelong client basically at this point that has also referred me a lot of business. I mean, he's been worth six figures to to me over time. So um, yeah, that was my my big aha moment was like, I'm going to stop doing all the other things that I'm doing, like going to all these networking events and all these other things that I was trying that wasn't getting me any results. And then I just focused on just LinkedIn. And that's how I was able to stay in business, grow the business and, and be where I am today and not have to go back and get a nine to five Fire Nation, awareness, you know, coming back to this theme, I mean, just be aware of things that you're doing intraday. I mean, what are you struggling with? Like maybe you need to stop in the areas that you're struggling right now because you're just hitting against the wall. Like what are the areas that you're actually thriving or getting some results, any results? Like maybe that's worth some exploration. You know, I mean, there's Himena, you know, she saw this opportunity within LinkedIn. She's like, well, why don't I just explore this a little further? And it might have led to a dead end, but it didn't. You know, it kept kind of leading her to that next step and that next step and opening up that other opportunity, you know, to now she is where she is today. So just be aware, you know, step back and just look at your life and say, what is working intraday? You know, are networking, are going to networking events, are those working as going to conferences, is spending time on LinkedIn, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, are, what's working? Like, where am I having the conversations? Where am I seeing voids, problems, and issues that need to be filled? And then explore. And not all of them are going to lead, you know, to a gold mine, but you're going to learn from each and 
and maybe one of them eventually will. So that's my big takeaway. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation just gets in just one sentence, Jimena? Like, what do you want to make sure that our listeners really take away? Just see what's working, what's not, and do what's more of what's working and cut out everything else. Cut it that's out. exactly how I was able to grow my time. Time is everything. I mean, all we have is time. Okay. And when you can leverage your time on things that are actually working, I mean, think about it. When you're able to spend five, six, nine, 12 hours a day on something that's, that's, that's working as opposed to just one or two because you're doing all these other things the other eight or nine hours, think about that. Now, I had one more point sure, I wanted I love to make it. Just, just to that. Um, I actually calculated how much time and money I wasted because um, I joined a BNI group and I had I did I did it for about 10 months it was like over 200 and some hours of networking that I did plus almost about a thousand dollars of what I spent and I never got a client oh like if I spent that time and energy on LinkedIn, I was like, man, I could have made so much more money. So much. And you just, you never know Fire Nation until you actually sit down and, and do the math or you sit down and study or you sit down and just give yourself the time to think. So thanks for breaking in there. I mean, that's a huge, valuable, valuable point. Now, what are you most fired up about right now, Jimena? Like of all the things, what are you most excited about today? Oh my gosh, there are so many things. Um, but one of the things that, that I'm working on right now, which is it's just something that I'm very passionate about and I love doing it, is um, I have a mastermind group that I, that I run twice a year. So we do one in Vegas, which is where I'm based out of. And then um, we've only done it in Vegas so far. So now what we're doing is we're taking the mastermind international. We're going to start doing international locations. So uh, we're working on putting together our mastermind for October in Costa Rica, uh, which is where I'm from. And um, it's just, it's really fun. It's, it's invite only. And what we do is we get just super successful entrepreneurs that we know in a room. Um, this one's going to be longer. They've been two days up to this point. This one's going to be five days. And we've got a lot of fun stuff planned. And it's just um, a really great way for really successful people to talk about what's working in their business and also help each other uh, for those of us that you know, are having challenges and has just amazing minds in the room to pull from to help you with those challenges. And it's, it's incredibly powerful. I mean, the people that come to this, sometimes my jaw is just like falling to the floor after each presentation. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I didn't know you were that awesome. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, I will keep my eye on the mailbox, you meant for that, for sure. I mean, Costa Rica, amazing. And Fire Nation, I want you to keep your ear in the earbud or vice versa, the earbud in the ear, because we got some great things coming up in the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere. I'll take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. Have you ever heard that saying, just because you love to bake doesn't mean you should open your own bakery? It's a classic mistake that many entrepreneurs make. We're not all cut out to be in the business of building businesses, and that's okay. Whether you're a seasoned business owner looking to grow your portfolio or you're searching for your first business idea, joining a franchise can be a great way to start. But where do you find out what your options are? Franchise Help is here to connect motivated entrepreneurs like you, Fire Nation, with franchises that can help your new business succeed. Whatever you're passionate about, there's a franchise that can help you build it smarter and faster using time-tested methods that work. You can own your own business without having to go at it alone. Franchising gives you a proven business plan, the strength of a larger organization, and recognition of an established brand. Visit FranchiseHelp.com slash fire to take their franchise quiz and find your next business. That's FranchiseHelp.com slash fire. Jimena, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes, I am. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? When I started my second business, there was a lot holding me back, which is why it took me so long um, after the failure of the first one. The first one I just kind of jumped into. I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. I was young. I didn't care. 
you know, and it was a learning lesson for sure. Um, the next time, uh, really, what held me back is the fear of the fear of another failure, because um, it it was just it was so painful that first time around. I wasn't sure I I could go through that kind of pain again, and then also uh, because I would be doing it alone, I was also afraid of of it just being all on my shoulders, of it not working, uh, of me just not being able to to pull through um, and not having enough money to make it happen. And I almost ran out of money. I mean, I was looking for jobs. It's not like, I mean, I was right there <laughs> on the on the threshold of failure um, when I finally had the, the aha moment and figured it out and was able to continue. What's the best advice you've ever received? I was charging too little for, for the services. And I, one of the things that I noticed is I was working a lot and I was making money, but there wasn't a lot of profit. And uh, I was at a, at a marketing event in uh, 2013 and somebody told me, you know, don't be afraid to raise your prices and ask for the moon. You're going to be surprised how often you'll get it. Uh, and it's true. I mean, you want to price yourself in, in a way where it's, um, equal to, you know, t- to the value that you're providing, but you don't want to undercharge and overwork yourself to where you're, you're, you're working so much, but you're not making any money because that's where I was initially. And I also wasn't watching the finances. So I would say those two things. Um, don't be afraid to charge what, your work, what you're worth and sometimes maybe even ask for more. A lot of times you'll get it. And even if you don't, at least you're, you're going to be higher up than, than if you were not charging enough to begin with. Yeah, it's a great anchoring uh, strategy for sure, Fire Nation. Like you're putting it up there. And there's a great book on this about profiting. It's called Profit First by Michael Michalowicz. I think every entrepreneur should be reading this book if you want to get your finances correctly in order. Now, what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? So I am very organized and very planned out. And I always tell people, look, if it's not on my calendar, it is just not getting done. It's not happening. I don't even know it exists. So on sun- every Sunday night, I go in front of my computer. I look at my, my main goals. And then I schedule my week to work on some of those goals. And then also like meetings and things that I have to do. But I schedule everything out Sunday night. And then I add additional meetings. I leave time, you know, throughout the week for whatever else comes up. Um, but scheduling myself that way is tremendous and, and being productive and, and being able to work on the goals that, that you need to move the company forward while still managing everything else. Um, and another thing that I do, this is just every morning before I start my day, before I look at Facebook or an email or anything, I, um, I've created what is called mind movies of my goals. And these are both business and personal goals. And, um, Every morning for 20 minutes, I look at my goals and it played out to me in a movie. So I'm always focusing on the things that are most important to me. And you'd be amazed at how much of I've been doing this for about uh, like eight months now. I'm amazed at how much a lot of it has already come true in the movie. So I have to have to redo the movies to add different things because I've already hit a lot of the (laughs) things that I wanted that was in there. Can you share an Internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? So in my business, because we manage a lot of different clients' campaigns and it can just get crazy um, when you're talking to a lot of different people and you've got a lot of projects going on. So the way that we keep everything organized is with Basecamp. I mean, that's like the lifeline of everything. And, and a lot of times, too, clients will, will send an email wanting something. I'm like, look, it has to be in Basecamp. You have to see these, these, these few people because if I'm not available to get that message – these other people need to handle it and we need to have it all organized to make sure that um, we can always refer back to what's going on if we need to or somebody else jumps into a campaign. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? So I really love this book. It's called uh, The Millionaire Mastermind. 
Master Plan by Roger Hamilton. Have you heard of it? I have. I've never read it, though. Oh, it's amazing. So he takes you through uh, the different stages in life where you can be income-wise and stuff like that, and then how to get to the next level, if that's the level that you want to get to. I mean, not everybody wants to go to the highest level, um, but it's really interesting to to read through his through his book and see what level you're at, and then also look at the action steps, because he gives them to you. He gives you your action steps based on your personality type of how to get to the next level. So it's it's an incredibly well-written book, and his test is, is really... Um, really accurate. So I, I read the book several times already and I probably want to go back and read it again. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> so. on my Kindle as of right now. So thank you for that recommendation. Oh, you have to read it. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> and Jimena, let's end it today on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye. The best way to connect with me is I have a, a workshop that we do several times a week and it teaches you our strategy of how we get clients on LinkedIn and how we're, we're doing this in several campaigns to generate an additional six figures in revenue from LinkedIn. So if you were just to go to the linkedblueprint.com forward slash webinar, um, that puts you onto the training and uh, you'll learn a lot of my strategies of how we do this and how to get clients or the relationships that you need. And what's that parting piece of guidance? Look at your numbers and look at them at least on a weekly basis. I look at my finances every Saturday. What do you use for a tool to track your finances? Outright. Outright. Got it. Because basically, if you're, if you're looking at what things are costing you and what you're charging and just profit and loss makes a huge difference into being able to profit and being able to, to see what you need to hit next month to, to continue to always grow and not go backward. Well, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with JC and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Jimena, that's J-I-M-E-N-A in the search bar and her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And of course, that direct call to action is thelinkedblueprint.com slash webinar. You're definitely going to want to go check out that training if LinkedIn is anything on your radar. We'll have that linked up on the show notes page as well. And Jimena, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much. Hey, Fire Nation, I hope you enjoyed our chat with Jimena today. And if you are ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus in just 100 days, visit selfmasteryjournal.com. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.